Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Pretty Patty. Hey, everybody. Mo Smith from the Mo Source. And who do we got on the phone today? Who is this? Oh, yes, you already know. It's your lovely lady, Miss Leah. Yes, God, honey. All right. So it is Thursday, January the 18th. Girl, what's been yeah. happening to you this week? Well, you know, the snow hit a little bit, so, you know, I've been in the house. It's her usual. A- Amen. Yeah, the, that snow was disrespectful, so I said, thank God I, I have a work-from-home position. Otherwise, right. otherwise, it would have been another stream of income had to come in because I wasn't coming out of this house. What? <laughs> if you really want to keep it real, come on. I say that's no way nothing to play with. We may only get an inch or two, but we ain't prepared for it down here. Absolutely not. Because what happens, it, what always happens, it turns the ice and the roads ain't built for that ice. So lame. And then you always get that one or two people from the north of my This ain't nothing. Back in Indianapolis and Wisconsin, I'm just trying to figure out when y'all gonna go back then. You're right. Since it, this ain't nothing. Right. And furthermore, Right, but I always have people that's from up north until they get that realization that that ice ain't nothing to mess with. Is when they mm-hmm. from up north, but I went outside and I tried to go up that hill, and it wouldn't let me. Yeah, because the hill and ice and hills aren't a good. It's not. A, it's not a good look, sis. It's not a good look, bro. <laughs> don't go on back in the house and wait for the ice to uh, melt off the hills. Okay. Thank you. And then, yeah. you know, we got these folks in Georgia. That don't care whether that you crash or not, because you know we are a right to work state. You keep talking about some they job threatening to fire them if they don't come in. Mm. Not at all. I mean, especially since nobody's out anyway, so like you don't even need them to come in to work. Well, like, well, stop it, stop it. Well, it you know, everybody. I mean, all my ain't nobody coming into work. coming out i mean for real like you go to a gas station like when nobody else is available you know to get some convenience items like christmas when everybody closed you know what i'm saying yeah exactly you know you know you work at a gas station you don't need to be out you need to be at home and wait for the 60 degree weather this weekend amen (laughs) and by the way yeah it's probably gonna be around 56 degrees this weekend i'm not even joking so it is right, exactly. <clears throat> so, in other news, um, I did a uh, pretty petty one-off uh, last night, where I found someone had posted on their Facebook. Shout out to a super fan, Victoria Barnes, that Kamala Harris was in some kind of securities meeting, and she had to let. Our, uh, the head of the Department of um, Homeland Security, no, the secretary, that, yeah, I'm extremely disappointed that you tried to take up for Trump, and I'm not having it in this committee today, not today. Oh, she had the audacity to post it on her Facebook page. Right. Yes, the pettiness of the dude. I was just, oh, I was, I was, that was, Eargasmic, the way she read this woman. <laughs> Not eargasmic. Eargasmic. 
she said the she said to the woman paraphrasing that if you don't know that Norway is a country that, of mostly white people, then I question your uh, placement as the head of the Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> yes, you know what? yes, she did. I wasn't, I wasn't even gonna say nothing about that because my <laughs> thing is in the back of my mind, even if you don't know about Norway, just listen to the name of Norway. We know where it's at. We know where predominantly what kind of people are over there. How can you sit there and unsplay? That you've been through school and you have this most important position of power and you don't know that I'm tired. We need to get rid of the whole government and start over. I think we need to get <laughs> now, sis, you and I both know back in middle school or junior high school, she went to uh, she had world history. So she knows that Norway is a uh, majority um, Caucasian. I don't even see why she tried to uh, play their front. But this is what continues to happen, is that these people that had some level of integrity try to stick up for this man, and they end up looking stupid, number one. And then number two, eventually they get let go. So um, I think today we need to start the ticker, the countdown of when this current head uh, secretary of Homeland Security is going to get the axe, because it's going down. Our government is a pure reflection of legacy. It lets me know clearly. You, it's like trying to apply for Harvard. We know you can't. You ain't supposed to get in. But since your daddy went here, we'll go ahead and let you in. And since they put a little money on the books, we'll go ahead and let you in. That's how our government is being ran right now. They don't know what they're doing. But since they got a little money and they daddy, you know, go ahead and let them in. Well, I mean, it's, it's very similar to the comment, though, that they should fail, man. Because that's what's happening now, but a lot of the Caucasian males and females were under the assumption that Donald Trump was going to go up to Washington and fight for them, which I politely tell them that, sweetheart, unless you're making not even two hundred fifty thousand, because that was ten years ago with Bush, unless you're making, girl, I went on a soapbox. See, this is what happens every time I go on a soapbox, I get cut off. That is true. Like, I was sitting here really fit to get into it. And that thing I know, I'm like, Lord. Right. Made me a good little bowl of noodles while we were waiting to get back to it. Like, I don't appreciate it. It shouldn't be. Because it's the government, girl. You know, everything. They they listening, girl. You you getting getting to the side of them. That's when they hop in. That's what happened. Uh, Well, you know. I am a lover of this country, of this republic, even though my ancestors didn't get a fair shake. And even because of my ancestors not getting a fair shake, that's affecting me and my people to this day. I still love this country. So what you're not going to do, you're not going to silence me. I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. There you go. You better tell them. So they can keep on doing that if you want to. But the point of it all is, you know what? I'm probably going to do a whole history post, a, a, a pretty petty one-off, to explain myself because I know that I, I don't know what part I missed, but I know there was a, a part that um got cut off. So, But anyway, I digress. <laughs> but moving right along because, I mean, that was that was fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that was a good uh, one. You know. news today. 
You said what? I said, what's been happening in the news today? No, I ain't really been on my social media today, you know. I've been taking it real slow, but it don't take nothing but just to click over and see what the world is discussing. I like, because all I know is today I need to go to the grocery store and get some milk and some eggs. Well, come on, milk. I'm having, I'm doing breakfast for dinner tonight, you know. I'm feeling real, feeling real good. I might make some um, peanut butter chocolate chip waffles and Probably do some eggs and some turkey bacon. Yes, God. Trying to be healthy this year. I think I think I'm I'm thinking about cutting out pork, you know. You cutting out pork? Yeah, I'm thinking about cutting it out. I think I might try to cutting out that pork and see how it affects my life. Okay then. Um now that'd be interesting. You know, I I'm considering doing that myself. I kinda shy away from beef. Um, cause you know, me and beef don't necessarily get along like we used to. I mean, I'll eat it occasionally, but that's probably why. Cause I eat it occasionally, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to go vegan yet, even though I keep on seeing these videos, like how horrible it is that you're killing this animal and, oh, look, this animal is sick and they still trying to sell it. Like, that's the part they catch. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Because I see them with actual pork videos where they take pigs with cancer and cut out the cancer and still try to sell it. Yeah. It's like, really, bro? Like, that's fucked up. That's, excuse my friends. That's messed up. But then I started to think, well, you know, cancer is nothing new. So what did they used to do back in the old times? Cut that piece off and still sell it anyway. <laughs> No. I mean, no. And, you know. Oh, Charlotte lost his running for Amazon. I'm sorry, what? Charlotte is out of the running for Amazon. Really? Now, yep. also, I heard there's another um company, Apple, trying to put a hub, a major hub here in Atlanta, too. Lord, come on, job. And so, if if Atlanta, that's a rumor that's I'm hearing that's going around. So if that's going to happen, that's going to um, incline Amazon more, I would feel, to put their um, hub here. I mean, personally, it would make the most sense just because of Atlanta's Hartsfield. I mean, uh, Hartsfield-Jackson. Amen. Because Hartsfield-Jackson is the busiest airport in the world, literally. Mm-hmm. So, like, why not have that here? And Fun fact, did you know that Birmingham, Alabama was actually supposed to get that airport, but they declined it because they didn't want the um, they didn't want the transient The transient what? Uh, they didn't want um, transient people to come through their city. You know, that's a real polite way of saying no niggas allowed, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I mean... I'm telling you what it is. It, I'm just, I'm just stating, you know, fun fact. <laughs> That's basically, I mean, let let this be real. That's what they said. We don't want them, 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 them niggas from America, them niggas overseas. We don't want none of that. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is, and that's what they meant, and that's a, their polite way of saying it. But I bet they're regretting it now because you know, well, I mean, they, 
Birmingham's doing good, I think. I think they're doing well. I mean, they're still like 10 years behind us. I, I, I was trying to be nice. You, you're going to let me be nice today. You're, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. It just rolled off my tongue. I just... But shout out to uh, Alabama, though. You know, Alabama stand up. You know, I got mad love for folks out in Birmingham. Don't, don't get it twisted. Uh, you know, my best friends are from Birmingham. <laughs> and also, I mean, they got some, um, they they just um, put in a, a new African-American uh, mayor within the city. After how many years? Okay. Well, no, they, they've always had one. I mean, well, I mean, I shouldn't say always. They had one previously, but they have a, a new one, the younger um, guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but, it, you know, he's um, definitely has um, a lot of uh, Bernie Sanders leanings, from my understanding. So, you know, maybe some big things will start happening in this in the city of Birmingham. Who knows? I'm excited for him. It's a, it's a brand new day. Um, also, though, uh, right now on a on a macro front, uh, have you seen how much money you're going to um, estimate it to get back as far as your taxes? You know, I was looking at that, and especially since, you know, I do have a small person in my home that I can claim now, and you mm-hmm. know, that that's all that, because you know what, that's what they're contributing that bill to, that's why, a lot of people say, that's why the Dow is up, and you know, I'm like, mm, I saw how much I'm getting back, and it's going to be a nice little piece of change, I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm glad that you're getting a nice piece of change. As for me, that does not have any children. <laughs> I hope I, I, know, I know a man with a list, you know, with a kid. I know a man with a list. Oh, you know, I'm going to leave allegedly, that alone. You know, I know we recorded allegedly. I know a man with a list allegedly. Allegedly? allegedly. Okay. I appreciate that, girl, but no. No, um, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. I have an alleged cousin with extra children. I'm sure you do. I'm sure. Don't, don't we always? But no, I'm just I'm gonna leave that alone. You know, I I'll find another stream of income somewhere else. Uh, you know, I'm I'm okay with getting a couple of hundred dollars as opposed to, you know, a lot of the families getting a few thousand. Y'all need that because y'all just gonna pour that back into the household and spend it on you the family. When I get my money, I take it to the cheesecake factory. Girl, you have anything on me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, you know, I like the uh, I like a cheesecake factory. Don't play with me. <laughs> exactly, we'll get you an appetizer, get you a meal, and a cheesecake for dessert. I'm, I'm gonna go all out. Oh, come on, come on, that's the dessert. Yes, you ain't even got to get no water, you can have a real drink too. Oh, I was gonna have a real drink regardless. Uh, if I had to pay for it, <laughs> not going down. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I mean, one of the good drinks they make at the bar. Oh, I know. I don't get what you're saying. It was, it was course out. So you know that. <laughs> with a glass of water on the side. How about that? So <laughs> you know what? Yeah, something I wanted to discuss with you today. I'm glad that you did decide to do a, that. We decided to do a podcast today. Because you are aware of the letters, and you are Greek. Am I correct? 
Yes, I'm Greek. There we go. I was recently on the Shade Room, and you know, a do you remember the show, the sorority show they had out on VH1 for like two episodes? Yeah, I already, I already know. One of the ladies that uh, that was a member of uh, Delta uh, Theta Sigma uh, has the, uh, decided to try to sue them uh, for breach of contract, which I'm like, sis, you put your sorority on national television in a negative light and expect them to not expel you? Like, sis. Did you watch the show? I absolutely not. Uh, And honestly, I wasn't even Greek at that point, but I just already knew, you know, based on other family members, you know, I have a a few family members that are uh, DST. Uh, And, um, yeah, that wasn't going down. But now, here is my question about the entire breakdown of thing. Because, you know, I definitely understand that, you know, she brought a negative light to the thing. But I believe she was the only one that was expelled. What about the other lady? I don't know. Because, you know, I, it's ultimately... I mean, it's ultimately National's decision. And then the National um, or could have told them, you know, handle those ladies accordingly based on their chapter. And the particular chapter she was under, they probably told her to kick rocks. So what you're not going to do is you're not going to disrespect my support. You know what I'm saying? So they could have been on that tip, and then the other two, they could have been like, you know what, you disrespected our our sorority. So what you're going to do is that you're going to be suspended for this amount of time. I mean, it really depends on, you know, how that uh, hierarchy works, which every... Even though I am Greek, every Greek org has their own um, bylaws, so I don't know what this exactly is for them. Although, shout out to them anyway, you know. Um, shout out to all the Divine Nine, um, and I'll, <laughs> and I'm gonna do it like uh, I saw a couple of mean state. Shout out to all the January babies, because <laughs> there's too many of them. To, there's you know. Uh, the Zetas had theirs. Um, the uh, Sigmas had theirs. Um, the Alphas had theirs also, I believe, this month. So it's just too many. I'm not going to go through all of them. But respect to all of them. Um, next month, I'm probably going to act donkey because mine is coming up uh, for my org. So, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, just that, that whole situation they didn't discriminate against her due to her race, creed, sex. One thing that came up throughout this entire thing that I think is a great topic, too. Now, What's that? You know, she's part of the Divine Nine, and this one argument that kept coming up, and I really wanted to hear your take on this. Their biggest thing was, you know, you have other members of the Divine Nine that are on these reality shows doing a lot worse than what she did. However, she went on a show that the spotlight was on on her due to the fact that she was a member of this organization. So there may be other folks that are on TV right now that are a part of an organization, but they're not repping their letters with uh, within the show, and that being the subcontext of the show. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, they still kind of, they come out and represent. 
Like I think one point that everybody, if you go read the comments on Shade Room, shout out to the Shade Room. I love y'all little. I love Instagram. I love going to y'all page every day. But yes, I think one thing everybody pointed out was Kay Michelle. That was one thing. That was one thing everybody pointed out because she, you know, she happily said she is BST, and then it, she on TV and she's fighting and she ratchet right, and everything. But number one, at the same time. Uh, shout out to Kay Michelle because uh, she is a graduate of FAMU. So shout out to her, Florida A&M University. She's college educated. You can't take that away from her. Now, the other stuff, that's a whole nother subject. She did say that she is a, a Delta. However, she didn't put rep her letters on Love and Hip Hop. You know what I'm saying? She went on there with her letters on top of my, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm Delta. And at the same time, beating up girls. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole, con- it's a whole different context. But now, I'm going to say this, I did watch the little show, and outside of them arguing and being petty like normal black women, they weren't not even a quarter bit of bad as they are all love and hip-hop or any of the other reality shows. Okay, but that was only two episodes that actually aired. Excuse me. You know, most of these shows, how they, they, they're kind of a slow cooker. You know, you kind of, on the first couple episodes, you see who they are and, you know, what do they do and who's, you know, friends with who. And then later on in the season, that's when you start to see the fights and, the, you know, and the, the, the water thrown and, you know, all kinds of foolishness. You know what I'm saying? So we don't know what's in the can <laughs> of what she did, but the point of it is, is that she put she put herself in a situation where she signed herself up for a show due to the fact that she's a sorority girl. So my thing is, is that if you're in a sorority and you're going to go on a show where you're saying that you're a part of the sorority, that's the main reason why you're on the show. Wouldn't it been smart to go to your sorority and say, hey, I'm about to be on this show. You think this is going to be okay? Because let's face it. If I if I decided tomorrow, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to go do a movie. Any of the Greek letters for the Divine Nine are trademarked. So I would have to get their permission if I want any Divine Nine paraphernalia including, you know, our, my characters in that particular movie wearing that, I would have to get their permission and probably have to pay a fee for that. I mean, why do you think that whenever there is an, uh, a movie about college life, there's some made-up sorority or fraternity? You know what I'm saying? That is true. But now... So when, it, when it comes to a mass media level, the, <clears throat> those organizations... They take it very seriously because not only people are not only going to see that today, but they're going to see that like forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, so like, I don't know. I think it would have been one thing to say if that was like a documentary, you know, the life being in the life of, you know, a sorority girl. Like, if that was like a, you know, um, you remember MTV in the life? Like I said, that's never going to happen because I see that you saw I how know, you know, I'm saying, an example, though. Like, you remember that show, right? Yeah. 
you know, MTV and the life, I'm a sorority girl. Oh, I'm a black sorority girl. I think it wouldn't have got that much controversy because everybody knows and respects, you know, M- MTV docs. You know what I'm saying? So, to hear from protecting somebody that actually wears the letters because you know I, I don't know nothing besides what I see and what I hear I mean don't get it twisted I really felt bad for old, for baby girl you know because like I'm sure she worked very hard uh, for, uh, for under Delta Sigma Theta I'm pretty sure she worked very hard to get those letters so and paid a lot of money <laughs> So I mean, I, I get, I get why she would sue. Because I mean, that's a that's a big investment that you put in on your life, and for you to get expelled, that's heartbreaking. But at the same time, I don't really think she has a leg to stand on. Like I said, we see how it develops from this point further. I've seen people make cases out of last. We'll we shall see. We definitely shall see. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely because I happened to see it, and I was like, yeah, "Let me," because I saw it on, um, on B Scott's pot, uh, uh, blog. Shout out to B Scott. I love B Scott. <laughs> I am one of the original love muffins. I ain't gonna lie. So, but yeah, that's gonna be. Um, that's definitely. You're right. That's definitely gonna be interesting. And it opens up a whole nother broad spectrum outside of being Greek. What about the professionals that are on these shows? Like you have Very Medicine, where some of the cast members are doctors, and they openly do a lot of things. You got to sit there and be like, doctor. Okay, so like for example, on Married with Medicine, there is um, I cannot remember her name, but one of the doctors on there, she is a member, proud member of uh, Alpha Kappa, uh, Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. The yes, and but if you notice her character, which she has never so much has been into an altercation with any of the ladies. She may have had, I remember she was one of the um, doctors she didn't care for, but that was the extent of it. You never saw her and oh, oh, um, you know, I'm going to beat, beat your bee and all that kind of stuff. She has, I mean, she has always been on that show and represented herself as a respectable um, lady of a, uh, AKA lady. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine her sorority, you know, suspending her for being on the show because No, I'm not talking about sorority. I mean, just overall profession. Like, you had Phaedra, who is a lawyer that was on TV allegedly telling lies. And then you have doctors that are over here constantly drinking. Every time you see them, they out somewhere drinking, they they, they, they're behaving poorly. I'm I'm thinking outside of just letters. I'm talking about just overall profession. If a board... Mm. Would they suspend them or take their licenses, or how would that? Well, it depends on the profession. Like, for example, with Phaedra, Phaedra wasn't in a court of law, so um, she since she wasn't in court, you know, there's really the you know whatever um, the Georgia Bar Association is not going to um, find her because she didn't purge herself in court. 
You know what I'm saying? So you didn't technically break any criminal laws. Now, it might come back around where uh, what's her name? What was her name? Candy? Candy might, you know, try to sue her for slander. But I'm just saying, she could technically, if it's, you know, it's not going to happen. It's not going down? It's not going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it like this, and that's my whole take on all this stuff with that candy situation, what Phaedra said, what Portia said, what Carlos told Phaedra take, and let's be real, that, that, that's what the rumor is, allegedly. That rumor was fed to Phaedra by a producer that was let go after everything he was saying, but you know, it is what it is. You know, everybody say Phaedra should have said nothing, whatever. But, Which is kind of messed up. You let Phaedra go, but Phaedra was just doing her job when she was asked to do. Like I said, if you notice that, if it, my thing is, if you gonna say those type of things about me, and I know it's not true, what what are we talking about? I'm finna sue. What that is slander in the utmost form. And my thing is, Candy ain't took that step because personally, and this is what I think. Even though some things may be fabricated, I think a lot of that is true. And for her to go to court, she's going to have to say what's true and what ain't true. She can't go on that lie. And I think that's the only reason she ain't stepped into a courtroom without any type of lawsuit. Well, you know, within their contracts, they're not allowed to sue. They're not allowed to sue or press charges against any of their castmates as long as they're in the show. I mean, Tennessee Faber and her castmate, and I mean, what you waiting on? I'm- Right, but at the same time, they—I'm sure to sure it, that means former castmates as well. Uh, I mean, yeah. So if that be case, why was Kim able to file that lawsuit against Mimi or start the paperwork for that? That was just Rochelle. You notice it never really went through. I know, but even still, she 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 did it. I mean, like I said, it's a, I if you personally remember. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kenya had pressed charges against um, Portia for that altercation that happened on one of their um, uh, reunion shows. Yeah, and Portia got, got arrested and she was, I think she got sentenced to anger management. I think that's why she go to anger management. I think that's part of her deal. She had she took a plea bargain. They ain't dropping charges. Well, at that point, they couldn't drop it because once you bring the law involved, even if you decide not to pursue it, then they're they're uh, required to pursue it because it was because it was actually a criminal charge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Portia didn't trust that girl. She she just she just snatched the back of reality. <laughs> I mean, but if you remember, that's the reason why they can't have any props on stage anymore. I mean. You know what? I, that's why I stopped watching Housewives because after that, I just realized they just sitting on here picking on Portia and Portia ain't here for the... Portia a real one. She is. Really what it is. Portia ain't here for it. I mean, she went She went all the way back ATL, did she? <laughs> yes, she did. And, I, and you know what? I can't even be mad at her for that because even with the key, I think the only one I can be mad at her about because I still don't understand why she flew out to go after Cynthia, that whole thing right there. That's also what I was actually mad about with Portia. But I think at that point, she was just sick of people just jumping down her throat. And I, I shout out to Portia. I love you, Portia. I, you're my favorite. I like you. I like Portia. Portia has become my favorite because I don't like the way they down in her. 
especially after that whole thing happened with the whole candy thing. And when it came out, like, I don't understand. You know what? Let me stop because that whole that, that made me so upset. Mm-hmm. It really did. Like, I, I could go on and on about that because of just the overall way it was handled and everything else. It, it, mm-hmm. it was just. That, that was and the wrong people got thrown under the bus instead of you know yeah I, I that was that was very poor on Andy Cohen's part that was very poor on Bravo's part and that was very very poor on the producer's part because my thing is that's why they that's supposedly you know allegedly you know that was the reason why Carlos was let go as one of the producers of the show but you know what that ain't about this because he's supposed to be in talks of doing this new show with Jocelyn Hernandez for her own solo project as a reality her personnel. So we'll see. Who is? Yeah, Carlos King is supposedly behind producing Jocelyn Hernandez's um, new reality show. She's okay, okay. Well, that would make sense. Um, although I kind of feel bad for Phaedra, though, because that left her without a job. I mean, even though she has several jobs, I mean, you know, shout out to multiple streams of income, do what you got to do. But I'm pretty sure that had to leave a hole in her pockets. I mean, she wasn't really, you know, word around town, she really hasn't been practicing law like she used to. You know, Bobby Brown ain't been in that type of trouble anymore, you know. I think she's still making her money. I think she's making moves. Her kids are still eating and fighting. Look at somebody when they get off a reality show and look how much they change and how much better they look. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I like, and I like the fact that they were asking. Like she, somebody asked her, would you ever go back? And she said no. And you know what? I can't blame her because they burnt that bridge with her. Because like I said, she was doing her job. She got the key from one of the producers. They said, we're going to make this a storyline. And then all of a sudden, everybody got amnesia. Come on, everybody got amnesia. Didn't it? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. What you mean? But, um, I mean, at, at the very least, though, she was showing folks, hey, you know, you can't depend on... If you, if anybody, if everybody learned this one lesson from her, people will be a lot farther out in life. You cannot depend on one stream of income in order to take care of all your bills. Thank you. You just can't. You know, you've got to have multiple streams of income. And that's one thing I really liked about Phaedra on the show. She wasn't just crazy. Like, she had a lot of stuff going for her that I really, that I was really proud of her for. She went to school to be a mortician. Now she got, I mean, she was a role model, to be honest. I have the stuff she was saying didn't make sense, but she was doing a lot and she kept pushing. Even with that whole thing went down with her husband, she kept it going. Right. That whole that whole situation. I don't even know what to say on that. Trying to figure out how Candy and Todd not in trouble for that for helping hide that stuff, but you know what? That ain't none of my business. Well, they said they didn't know. They didn't know what possible deniability. They didn't know what? That he was under investigation and that them folks were looking for their stuff. Basically. That is what they claim. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, that's what they're claiming. I mean, you know, allegedly, that's what they're claiming. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason, one of the reasons why um, the dude went ahead and just took the plea. You know, we just don't know. We don't know what happens behind closed doors. And then I love how the fact they tried to say that Phaedra was the one that called the feds and told them that their stuff was over there. I was like, oh, y'all can get that. I don't see her doing that now. You said what? I said, I don't see her doing that unless she had some type of deal with them. No. Not for the type of stuff that he was doing, they could have easily took her too. And that's what everybody said that Phaedra knew and Phaedra everything else. Then why Apollo ain't turned her in? Because they still have her son. I mean, their son, though. I mean, he can't stand his ex-wife. They had a ki- they had two kids together. Excuse me. Yes, they had two sons. Right. So I don't see him as being the type of man that's gonna rat out his ex-wife when she's the current breadwinner for them two babies. You know what I'm saying? But then why didn't it turn into like a Teresa and Joe? You you see Housewives of New Jersey, right? Okay, but that's different. That's tax. Those that taxes. You know, the IRS, the IRS, that's that's one entity that you can't just smooth smooth uh smooth over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if 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 uh if everyone remembers, the IRS is the one that brought that out the home. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're doing dirt. They, if you're doing dirt or not, they want they cut. So, I mean, in this case, it it wasn't the IRS that was on the case. It was just, um, what was it? Um, I think Secret Service because they that's the ones that deal with counterfeit, right? Nah, and I, I thought Secret Service was the president, girl. I thought they just did security for the president. Well, no, you know they do. Um, they also uh, deal with mainly counterfeit fraud. I don't know who did. I can't remember off the top of my head which department deals with identity theft. It's probably just the FBI. But anyway, point of is, it wasn't um, it wasn't IRS. So you know, they can only do they can only do so much. But because um, the IRS is ruthless, there's pl- there's too many cases where folks done paid the money and they still had to go to jail anyway, or they had to go to jail anyway and then they still paid the money afterwards. Shout out to Whitney. Shout out to uh, Laura Hill. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. If I pay my money, I ain't going. They don't care. They're going to teach you a lesson. You're going to pay me mine. And you're going to pay me mine first. I mean, honestly, would I, would I, you know, if I was making a six-figure salary, one of the first things I would do would make sure I have a, an accountant. <laughs> Just to make sure Uncle Sam get his. Because me and Uncle Sam ain't about to be in no, um, you know, no type of situation. They're going to get theirs first. Even the Bible says, what well, Caesar's is Caesar's. And what well, God is God's. So I'm going to make sure both of them are taken care of because I ain't trying to be up in debtor's jail. Oh, you got to say that. I'm just telling the truth. Mm. I, I look, I want my freedom. Yes, you want your freedom. That's my freedom. Yes, I want my freedom. Because if you notice, everybody keep on hating on T.I. talking about, oh, T.I. says No, T.I. pays his taxes. 
As long as you pay your taxes, everything else is negotiable. <laughs> but if you're not paying your taxes, oh, you're going to jail. <laughs> so, right. Uh, you know, and I talked to a few um, guys, hood guys, and they tell me, man, you know, there's a lot of people trying to say, oh, you know, T.I. must sneeze, da, 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 da. No, because, you know, when once you're in there, you know, you got to show your papers. So, if, if everybody knows your papers and they recognize that you're a snitch, you're not going to last. You're just not. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to make it. And we can obviously see that he made it and he got back out again and went back in again. Yeah. Shout out to Tiny. Look. You know what? <laughs> I'm not shouting that out. I'm saying it. <laughs> Uh, you know, allegedly, it was it was Tiny's drugs. Allegedly, that's love. I mean, I, I appreciate the love, though. Yeah, you know, but ain't nobody perfect, so I, you know, we're all just ordinary people. That's all I'm gonna say. And um, you know what? Random thought. I just uh, went on. I went on to. Uh, there's certain. Um, allegations, sexual harassment allegations against um, Azir Azari. And then when I found out the details of it, I was like, let me watch this show. Not to say what you found in details, you got to go watch the show. Watch the show because these allegations, alleged allegations, they were just foolishness. So foolishness and time fool. You know what I'm saying? I have a lot of feelings about it because with a lot of these I know they're true and you can tell about they're true and then but then you got those few that make it hard for women that really have gone through something to come out because they want to check but I'm saying the woman that allegedly said that Aziz and Asari did made an inappropriate move you know when they were at, when they had one on a date and she didn't say anything at that point she told him about it later and he apologized. He didn't victim shame her. He didn't say, oh, well, you know, hey, it is what it is. He apologized. She didn't find that good enough. So she put him on blast. Which, I mean, and that's kind of messed up because now, you know, that's, that's an attempt to tarnish his reputation for what? I'm attempt is tarnished. Once it's out there, it's out there. Whether right. it turns out to be a true accusation or not, it's out there. When but he probably said that he apologized. And he apologized again. So I'm wondering, you know, because I'm not going to lie, I, I have tendencies of misogyny and also, um, you know, I definitely have tendencies of, of, of being a feminist because of who I am. So I wonder, on, I'm, on one end, I'm like, yes, you know, finally this is coming out, you know, tell the truth, shade the devil. But on the other extreme of it, I'm like, where's the line being drawn? Because these are just allegations that are being put out there. 
Um, and basically, it's being played out in the court of public opinion. Exactly. These on a situation that happened between two people behind closed doors. Many, 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 many years ago, in some cases. In some cases, many, many years ago. Now, you know, of course, there are extreme cases like, you know, uh, oh, what's her name? Harvey Weinstein. I'm like, yeah, bro, that's just yeah. nasty. You, you hitting double digits. We got a problem. So, even if one or two of them girls is lying, I don't think all of them lying. So you got to go. Yeah, but like with a lot of these, like I, I think the one, like I said, I felt bad when they do try to do Stanley. Like that was like Stanley. Yeah, that was that was disheartening because um, that man which, just lost his wife. Just lost his wife. Yeah, that was disheartening. And now all of a sudden he walk around his house naked, trying to rub on you. Yeah, I don't. I, first of all, I don't. I wasn't there, but I kind of have a hard time believing it. And then Uncle Russ, that 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 one right there really got me too. I was like, Uncle Russ, who? Russell Simmons, Uncle Russ. Uh, he, he my Uncle Russ. Oh uh, yeah. I love, I love Uncle but, Russ. You know, I mean, the, even with that, that was still a poor decision that he tried to. He tried to change the narrative, and it just failed so poorly. Just pissed poorly. It did, but I'm sitting here like, girl, you know, we, we know Russ like him young, because he married a young one, and they had a very successful marriage, and which yielded some beautiful children, and, you know, yeah, they, I think, yeah, and then, you know, you know, Kamara? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he did He did get it when, he, uh, when, they, when she was young. You're right. But I think... Once she started to, once she became an adult and had her own voice, I think that's what um, mired that marriage. Yeah, they still friends. They still, you know. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, at the same time, as far as them being married, allegedly, I feel the way I feel is that what mired that marriage is that she grew up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she wanted to have a couple more marriages and children. She had secured her bag for her lifetime. Yes, she, she did. Shout out the baby fat. Come on now. <laughs> Not even baby fat. Them child support checks look great to you. That girl, she got what, what's the little black man she was with? What's her name? Digimon? Digiboo? Are you talking about Devon Hunsu? Is that how you say his name? No. The, the African looking black one that she was uh, married and dating and had the little boy with. And you talking to do from Amistad? Oh, I think I think he is in there. You know, him and Idris get mixed up sometimes in my head. Come on, Hansu. I believe that's how you uh, write uh, say his name. Because I, I you know, child, I remember his first uh, start on television because we did that Janet Jackson video. Love will never do without you. Shout out to Janet. Let me tell you something. Shout out to our super fan Victoria Barnes though because well no shout out to our fan Evie White though because she's the one that took me to Jan to see Janet when she was in Atlanta late last year. Oh yeah. It's the last day of her North American tour. And I was able to partake it on that Sunday. Yes, God. It is blessings on your life. Look at the money. Right, it started off even better. Absolutely, especially when Missy showed up. 
and did their song together. Baby. Mm. Did you hear the room about Hunt and Jermaine Dupree? You think they'll get back together? Why not? Why not? I think that'll be cute. I say y'all gonna get it back together. Y'all gonna hook it up. I'm saying, um, I, I think that the, uh, I mean, frankly, I think that the whole situation with her, uh, with her career getting tarnished by Justin Timberfake, is one of the main reasons why they kind of broke up. Because if you remember, uh, Jermaine produced her next album, The Mina Joe. Yeah. And that didn't do too well. I mean, it did great on the urban charts, but as far as pop, I mean, it, it, it tanked. So. You see your, your, your friend Justin going to be doing the halftime this year for the Super Bowl. You know, don't My get it. So I, know, I know that the guy is talented, but at the same time, he is the epitome of culture vulture. And if you notice his new album, talking about he's going back to his roots. Yeah, he was out in the middle of the woods. I said, okay, then. <laughs> yeah, the woods. Which, furthermore, if you're trying to go back to country music, mm, sorry, sis, that was also created by African Americans, too. You tried it. That was, a, that was the funniest thing ever. I said, his roots. I said, wait a minute. If I said, he tried for Molly Cyrus. Remember Molly Yes. The twerking phase, yes. Which, I mean, my thing is, is that, uh, I it's 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 really a hard line for me because first of all, you know, a lot of different artists um like to get their influences from African Americans and they bring it into their own. But then you have these culture vultures that don't even respect the culture that they brought it from, first of all. Barred it from, first of all, and then want them come out with this album something I don't want to come back to my roots. Nah, sis, go sit down, go have a seat. Secondly, the other end of it, you know, a problem I do have is that, you know, especially with a lot of African Americans, they like that they have influences from Asian culture. Which, you know, the whole samurai and ninja thing, anime, things of that nature. So, but I haven't really seen it in an aspect where they're being a complete culture vulture and trying to take it as they, they created it themselves. And then you see them 15 years later talking about, oh, well, I'm going to go back to my roots. I've never seen the Wu Tang Clan did, do that. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, so, uh, I, I guess it, that's that's what really irks my spirit. It just it just uh, that's that's what I get uber petty. Let's just say that. Mm. Matter of fact, I'm probably gonna do a rant on it. It's gonna be a pretty petty war devious rant it's coming back so but anyway so what now tell me what else is going on in life Sometimes you gotta do that. You gotta take personal responsibility. You know, so you have to have a one-off. You gotta have a conversation with like, honey, let, let, let's say, let's talk about this. What, what, what were you think? Mm-hmm. Some days, you know, you 
you've realized you ever regret something? You have regret. Hello. No, are you still with us? Mo. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just having problems with the mode. I'm about to say we're happy. A lot of things just happen right now. You know, I'll make sure you're okay. You know, if, if you need help, you know, give a cold word. Have you watched Grownish? I've grown to really like that show. Really like what show? Grownish. <laughs> right? <laughs> I haven't seen it, uh, and I and I'm you know I know y'all may have to, I, to revoke my black card. I haven't really seen that many episodes of Blackish. Um, the very special episodes I've seen, you know, like when um when Trump first got elected and they had the episode on, and they were like, "How to understand, you know, how are you so calm?" I, I made sure I watched that particular episode and a few others. Um, I'm gonna have to sit down and and, and binge that show because. I'm hearing great things about it, but you know a show's got to be going well when you got a um, a uh, spinoff. So shout out to them. I may I may take my um I may take my time and and actually go watch it. I think Ronish is on four four form free form. Excuse me. Yeah, Gronish is on Freeform, and then, you know, Blackish comes on ABC. So if you do decide to binge, um, Hulu does have all of that for you. I'm gonna come on with it. Hey, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to um, yeah, have to sign my unlimited plan back up. Come on now, yeah, yeah, get it. I, I will give you my username and password, but I got the live option, and it only lets you work it on your home network, so you can't share it and go click it. Sure, it. And I thought we were friends. That's all right though. <laughs> No, for real. Like, if you try to, like, with Hulu, that the thing they have now, like, if I go to somebody else, I would try to sign in with my live stuff, it say I'm not on my home network, and I can't access this unless I'm at home. Oh, uh, well, I ain't trying to go live. I just want to watch the other stuff that's already on there. They try to make sure you're not sharing, period. You got the little $5.99 plan, cool, but I'm paying that big $40, and I'm going to share it, too? No. Well, okay, fine. I didn't realize it was that much. That's how much the beta costs? Yeah, that's what I have now. The um, Hulu Live Beta, it is, well, actually, it's 35, but I just run it for 40. Mm. I heard a scream or I heard a shout. You okay? You good? Oh, you cut your tablet off? Let me put it back on. Oh, Lord. Oh. Oh, I got some baby, you know, chill. Get my baby together. There she go. She's just playing with her tablet today, watching her YouTube, and she's been nice and quiet. Shout out to Tablet for allowing me to do this podcast today without little to interruption. See. <laughs> you already know. Shout out to technology. Somebody try to read me about it. I know it's bad to see children. Just watch TV and do stuff, but you know, as of right now, it keeps her quiet, and she's not doing anything. And she may sing in the ABC song. 
So that's fine with me. Well, that's now. Hmm. Hmm. I just, I'm just agreeing with you. Hey, you know, technology is a beautiful thing, you know? Man, no, we, I ain't, you know, I ain't talking about making, you, hold up, wait a minute. That's what I want to talk about. Listen, have you seen these sex robots and all this other stuff? Okay, so first of all, that was from a promo that was done for the um, Netflix series Black Mirror. Mm-mm. Not, are we talking about the same one? I'm talking about the one that had the lady, not the one from Netflix, but it's the actual one that's like a lady and it's like a black dude. It's a, a, a what kind of suit? Hold on, I gotta find it about these things. So I know you're talking about the ones from um Black Mirror on Netflix. I tried watching that show. I, 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 I can't get into Black Mirror. I can't do that. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know, but I, I saw the little thing on Facebook and come to find out, I found out that the little the little clip from Facebook was with the talking about the meat suit or whatever. That's actually from a promo for Black uh, Mirror. Okay. 2000 plus dollar doll. Oh, oh dear. There's another one? Yes, like you can... Yeah. Cause okay, so I'm showing my age, okay. but back on this like, show called Red Sex on HBO, they used I to have, yeah. I know what that's what you're talking about too. Yeah. So I mean, shall we? Are we just surprised that they were able to put a computer chip in that sex doll? All right, all right. I'm. I'm gotten to that point in life where people are rather they they need. Help. Yeah, it is. Um, it's unfortunate, um, but what at the but at the same time, how do you curb that? You know what I'm saying? You said what? How do you curb that type of behavior? Like they're still trying to figure that out. Like for example, in Japan, you know their um, birth rate is extremely low. <laughs> Like seriously, their their elderly is outpacing the amount of births that are happening in this country. Hey. And quite a step that the statistic that they don't really talk about. That's also what's happening with um, Caucasians in this country. Yes, they said they said our birth rates are low too. I said because most of us can't afford to breed, and if we do breed, it's on accident. Why do you think? Abortions are being uh, fought so harshly. There's a method to the madness. Can't have an abortion. Don't want to teach. Don't want to teach about condoms. Right, because they don't want. They because number one, they want them to have them. Because number two, that's because there's a there's a whole book. I can't remember the name of the book, but he had a whole thesis that statistically. One of the main reasons why crime has gone down in the past 30 years is due to the education of of abortions and birth control. Because you have women that are having um, 
kids that that chances are they're wanted. So hence, you know, nature versus nurture. Well, nurture versus nature. They're actually nurturing them into becoming, um, you know, good citizens. As opposed to a person that doesn't have that type of access, they're just popping out babies. They don't really care for the babies. And if you don't really care for a baby, then they learn not to care for themselves. And hence, they're out there robbing, stealing, and, you know, killing. So in other words, we're doing too good now, and they got to mess that up because they need money. Well, see, here's the thing. A lot of people forget that there's a lot of private prisons that are open in this country. And in most cases with those private prisons, they have a clause within their contract. If they do not have prisoners to fill up their bunks, the state is required to pay them for that space, period. Which I don't, I, I can't, I don't know why someone would think that would be a good idea and, and sign and think that was okay, but that happened. I mean, that's one of the reasons why marijuana, as of today, the federal government has it as listed as a banned Schedule One drug. And for the folks out there that don't know what a Schedule One One drug is, it's a drug that the federal government feels that is not even, that's not good for anything, no medicinal purposes whatsoever. Even though we have plenty of documented scientific proof that that is. That is wrong. That that's that's not true. That it has plenty of medicinal purposes. And ironically, Israel is one of the main um, proponents of that. You know what? I just realized something about our country that's very, 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 very sad. What's our that? Not our, our entire country, not even talking about rich and anyway, our entire country is the definition of crabs in a barrel. Yeah, it's gotten to the point it is not just a phrase that's synonymous with the African American community. Everyone's entire, doing it. Everyone. Okay, uh, somehow, within these past 35 to 45 years, We've become a society all about me, 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 me. Forget about you, 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 you. Uh, yeah, I quoted Maya. I did that. So. Okay. Yes, I did. Come on now. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Maya. So anyway. Now, the question is, how are we going to change that? thing is, it's not something we can change because, unfortunately, especially now, we're in a country where I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding too. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a Christian about this next phrase. <laughs> okay, then. We'll be a Christian. Unfortunately, no, God can say this statement. We're in a country that don't care about anybody but inside of the hand. If you ain't the color of the inside of the hand, and you know what? And even they start to digress, honey. They starting to get on each other nerves. And Lord, forgive us when they start trying to turn on each other. 
Well, I mean, what I'm concerned about is that, you know, we've been poking the bear. Well, we haven't necessarily, but a lot of the, um, a lot of Republicans, you know, they've been putting out dark wishes for years. They've been putting out narratives for years that has basically, you know, that's been very divisive. And I'm getting the feeling that it's going to come to a head at a certain point where they're no longer going to, um, well, it's already half basically because, you know, that whole situation with Charlottesville, that ended violently. But I'm getting the feeling that I think this time, like last time we were able to, to, to avoid it when they were um, being um, divisive back in the 2000s. Uh, as of now, I, I'm not so sure because, at the very least, at that time, uh, which I, I, you know, I was I was alive during that point. I was in college. At that time, you had George Bush that was trying that was trying to you know put out that whole thing of compassionate conservatism. Now there's no compassion whatsoever. They don't care. So since they're being callous, I just really hope that the the follow-up to that callousness is, I hope that it's not that, that, that what happened is that, you know, they get out there and start shooting and, you know, just getting really violent because, you know, let's face it, they are proponents of the second amendment, which I am for as well. You know, quiet as it kept, I'm not really for the whole gun control thing, but that's just me. Um, my, my thing is, is that if y'all, if, People were really serious about gun control, and I I believe D.L. Heatley has also said this too. Get a whole bunch of African-Americans guns and put it all over the news. I guarantee you tomorrow the NRA will say, you know, we need to have gun control. Guarantee it. But back to my original point. You know, there's a lot of like malicious, malicious, excuse me, state militias that are not organized by the federal government or the state government whatsoever. These are private citizens that feel that, you know, they have their own manifest destiny and they will, you know, feel that they will topple the government by any means necessary. Which that kind of like, you know, it's kind of hard to topple a government when they have like tanks. You know what I'm saying? With with you know AK forty sevens, like you have AK forty seven, that's great. However, they got tanks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, right? But shh, it's not advertised. And plus, they've been using a control saying if you have a certain record, you're not allowed to get a weapon again. Exactly, allegedly. Let me put that in there. Allegedly. Which I mean, I get it. Like, for example, you know, there's a law in the books uh, in some areas where if you've been in a domestic violence situation, you're not allowed to get a gun, which makes sense because you don't want that person to go back into their domestic violence situation and pop a couple rounds off. We get it. But at the same time, what do we do about the ones that decide to make a bomb?
that's my thing. It's my thing is uh, the 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 whole thing about gun control, uh, and I know people are probably going to get on me and say that's a false equivalency, but it kind of isn't. The whole gun control thing is about as effective as Trump's wall. It sounds good on paper, but when you try to actually follow through with it, people can get around walls just as much as people can get around gun control. I mean, Chicago has one of the most stringent gun control laws in the country, but they have one of the most violent city murder death tolls in the the country. If you know where to go, if allegedly, let's say if I knew where to go right now and get a gun, I'd go get it right now with little to no money. I mean, frankly, you can get a gun easier than it is for you to get a beer. Basically. I mean, if you really want to keep it real. So, I, you know, the issue, I don't think it's the actual, we- the weapon. It's not the tools. The issue is the mentality behind them tools. And what do we need to do in order to de- defer that? I mean, personally, I feel like there needs to be some type of gun education, just like there is about sex education. Although if we do it, um, it would definitely have to come from a bipartisan Huh? Come back to us, Aaliyah. Come back to us. Stop moving the phone. This is Anchor. Come back to us, Leah. You know you can't move your phone during these podcasts. Come on now. I'm sorry. You know, Big Daddy was, was trying to call and I went to text him. And, you know, it's yeah, yeah. You just, you just can't. I, I, you know, that's what I was having problems with earlier because, you know, a sister of mine was trying to call, and I was like, I can't talk right now. I'm on the show. I'm on the show. <laughs> like, hey, see, there you go again. So, but I got lost. I got lost because we, <laughs> because of the phone call. What, what were you saying, sis? I don't even remember. We were talking about guns. I know we were talking about guns, and I remember saying, well, I can get one right now, but I said allegedly, because I don't want nobody to come in and look for me. Say, well, come know. on now. Allegedly. Yeah, again. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that this is not something at from, because on a social standpoint, my social outlook is very liberal. However, to certain things like the Second Amendment, I'm very conservative over only because I, you know, I've seen history, and you know, if people forget that Ronald Reagan was a proponent for gun control, he put several regulations in the state of California for gun control, but that gun control was on uh, had an ulterior motive. It was a means of trying to control the African American population and prevent them from having weapons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm, not really feeling that. Don't really want to go back to that. And I and I know that gun violence is is a problem. You know, especially in certain urban cities. I mean, urban areas. However, it's more so the mentality. It's more so that these kids don't have anything to do. 
Maybe if we start putting funding back into, you know, local after the school programs, maybe if we put more funding into, you know, uh, teenage work co-op situations, you know what I'm saying, where they're actually able to find a job and put some money in their pockets. Or maybe if we put in programs where they can learn a trade, because quiet as it's kept, we still need electricians, we still need plumbers, we still need welders, we still need mechanics. And that is not something that you need a college degree for. Maybe if we're also teaching alongside them going for a trade, as well as giving them the option if you want to go to college, maybe you will have less violence because they, they be busy. I think the biggest thing is we, as much as I you know, people say, go to college, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to trade school. Absolutely not. I went to a trade school and get more, paid more money than the person that went to college. There we go. You can go out here and get your CDL and drive trucks. They can pay way more than somebody with a degree. You can go out here and learn how to fix these. You got to get a, a trade. is something that's okay. You can go learn how to be a plumber because you know what? At the end of the day, someone don't always need a plumber. You can go out and learn how to fix these air conditioning units, everything else, because you know what? No matter at the end of the day, we always going to need that. And the thing is, we are losing a lot of those because everybody's talking, go to school. So you don't have to do all this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, people said to realize that these trades, these people are taken care of. They're not only getting paid well, but they are part of some, some of the best unions I've seen as well. And so they are properly taken care of and they're able to take care of their families. Absolutely. So I, you know, you may talk about the garbage man, but the garbage man is getting paid and he will always have a job. Whereas See. you can wake up tomorrow and be laid off and don't know why. Come on now. So why, you know, that, that that's something that hurts because everybody talks about, you just need to know. And that's the same for people that want to go out there and talk about people that, that just, just take out trash. Like, you don't want to be like him. He take out the trash. You don't want to be like that person because all they do is work for the city. Hell, even if you work for the city, they start you off in Atlanta. I know they start you off that city. Now. And they still have great jobs and they're doing well and they're not getting laid off because they're always going to have somewhere to go every day. And you know, you know what I'm Yeah, but Kev, there's always going to be a need for a trash man. Mm-hmm. And the only people that's telling you to push in their school stuff, come on, some, yeah, if you go to school and I get a degree, I can get a job. Well, you went there and get that job. You're not getting it because they're doing a good job or because you know they have the experience because they know somebody. Some of them jobs that you dreaming that you had that you went to school and you trying to figure out why you're not getting them just because you know, hey, a lot of me like, well, you don't have the experience, and neither does the girl you graduated with because her dad plays golf or her mama is in the same club or they click. You know, it's all about who you know, and that's one thing they they get to get to tell these folks too. That's why they say. I mean, that's true. That is true. Um, hello? I'm still here. Okay. Sorry, I thought I lost you again. 
Don't tell a professional saying that, but it just, you know, it is what it is. Um, but uh, I don't want to discourage someone from going to college. If I feel like if that's your passion, if, that, if you feel that you're calling what you need to do, please, by all means, do it. Do what you have to do legally. Um, but oh, but you or you have a calling. You and realize three years later and over ten thousand plus dollars in debt that this ain't what they want to do. And now they out here who trying to figure out what they gonna do next because that's what they really want to do. But they went to college because somebody told them that was the only way. And is and honestly, it's not the only way. It really isn't. It is many ways out here. You just have to find your way. Uh, and there's and there's so many different options. Um. And I don't want people to get bogged down with that into that. Um, just due to the fact that you know, there's just oh dear lord, it's it's just a tough subject for me because you know, uh, statistically, you know, going to college. I mean, I remember when I was going, which I'm not going to say when, but statistically speaking. At that point, they said out of the people that are enrolling in college the, the first year, only 25% of them make it into their second year. Yep. Yep, yep. And I'm not gonna lie, I was I wasn't one of I wasn't one of the lucky ones. I didn't make it into my second year. You know, I wasn't focused at the time. Um do I wanna go back? Yes or no. Do I want to pay? <laughs> I do want to go back for the knowledge, but at the same time, I don't want to go back for that high um, price tag. Uh, I would like to go back, you know, just to, just to, for that that sense of accomplishment. But it's like Jesus, it's, it's so much these days, you know. I'm like, uh, I'm leery. Um, but on the same tier, I, you know, I you know I went to a trade school. I I have my CDL. Even though I'm not even working in that, but I know it pushed on the shove, I can go back on the road and do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? So, Hello? yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still here. You, did Did you no. lose me? Nah, my phone tried to die, and I had to run to get the charger. There we go. Lord, come on, phone. We've been going for an hour and 12 minutes. Yeah, honey. Not including the, the time out we had when the phone went dead and we had to come back. So we're doing good. Yes, we are. Like, we're giving them a juicy episode this week, honey. I am very proud of this. Like, I just want to give a big shout out to you, Mo. You want to give a big shout out to whom? To you, Mo. I want to give a big shout out to you. So, be because you are the reason that we are here. You know, at one point I thought about it and I was like, I ain't finished, you know. But you're the one that really pushed this and you're the reason that I'm sitting here that I'm really excited about this. And I want to thank you for that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, but I've been I also 
uh, you know, I want to thank you as well because, you know, a lot of people had said it and I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, whatever. But I never really followed through, but you kept adding me like, hey, you know, this might, this might work. We might need to do this, you know? Well, you know, I want to give a big shout out to a lot of people from the back row gang over there at the tech for telling us that we needed to do this anyway because we were just two big balls of useless information. Right. Right, right. Yes. Shout out to the super fan, Lucky Small. Shout out to the super fan, uh, Stephanie Shaw. Shout out to uh, Shakina, uh, what was it? Shanika Taylor. Girl, what's that girl last name? No, that's her last name, is Taylor. Right. Is Shanika St. Bernard Taylor. That's what she go by. Uh, you should know what I mean. I, 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 think, I think it's just Taylor. But also, when you get a chance, to also check her out. She has a great platform. I'm going by Facebook name. Yeah, but yeah, also a big shout out to Shy. You know, if you get a chance, check out Miss Shanika Taylor. She does an actual, you know, she actually has a nice little thing going on right now. Mad talking, big shout out to her and her significant light skinned other. <laughs> right. You're my two favorite light skinned people right now. Shout out to Shanika and her man. Cause that's the funny part, you know. It's so cute seeing, um, uh, you know. I don't want to be, you know. Uh, I guess it is kind of a prejudice, but you know, the stigma with light, lighter skin, particularly lighter skin women, that you know they feel that they're stuck up and they're full of themselves. But it's so refreshing to see people um, breaking that type of stereotype and being woke. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't get it. It's okay. I said, I like them. Did you see that little thing where they went to H and M at the mall? Wasn't that petty? Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that petty? That was petty, but it was funny. Even when security told them they had to go. Right, when security dipped right on in and they dipped right on out before it, before the people figured out what was going on. That was classic. I get. I got to give them props for that. And even shout out to that show, Man Talking. You know, um, I love their little segments. It, it even reminds me of my old uh, college talk days. Shout out to College Talk. Shout out to um, Andre Thomas and crew. Because, you know, they, they've uh, always kept me uh, within the mass media type of thing. Because quite as it's kept, I've been on um, a lot of underground stuff. You know, I started out in this, uh, on this network called um, Our Nation. You know, that was back in 2000 before internet radio, you know, became what it is today. Uh, so definitely shout outs for them to to put that bug in me to, to keep grinding. Uh, shout out to um, the radio show. You know, that was... Uh, that was that was some that was some things that you know that 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 kept me going. Um, shout out to OG Terry Pie. Shout out to um, Big Business Asa Jones. Uh, definitely, um, definitely, definitely. Who else? Who else? I need to shout out. I had to shout out Thomas. You know, I'm going. I'm going to do it like they do in the church. Um, if I didn't shout out your name, blame it on my head and not my heart, okay? <laughs> I 
But a lot of influences have, you know, kept me going and, and, and made me into who I am today. And I feel like I just got to spread, just got to spread the energy. I got to spread the knowledge out to the people. And this is just one of the means memes to do it, you know, and uh, I'm really excited for 2018. Um, we, we, we've been making a great start, putting out um, a lot of content. So hopefully, you know, I know this is a little lengthy this time, but I hope people get an opportunity to, you know, listen, you know, put they put it, just put on the app and put their phone down and start cleaning their house. And, you know, just listen to the, you know, the wokeness, the wokeness that is pretty petty. Absolutely. And you know what? And you and like I said, if you got any ideas you want to share with us, anything you would like for us to discuss, definitely don't feel free to share. We want to hear from you guys, too. We know you're there. Hopefully you're there. We're not just sitting here talking, but we know you're there. Absolutely. Inboxes. Uh, look, I'm on Instagram uh, at MoSmithPro. I'm on Twitter at Modevious1. I'm on Facebook, Mo Smith. And you see my pretty face on there. <laughs> Ching. Well, you know, I'm on, I'm on all those platforms too, but, uh, you know, on Facebook, it's just Miss Leah King. You'll see a nice, lovely picture of me. But if you do want to follow me on Instagram and everywhere else, it is just it's Leah. Definitely find me that way. I, I wish I could, you know, you know, it's a spelling to it. You know, you know how black folks is. We can't just put no regular it's Leah. You don't have to do some exaggerated stuff with it. Let's see. You know, here. Absolutely. So, I mean, I guess what we're doing right now, we're kind of wrapping this up. So. Did you have any um, additional shout outs or did you have any other, you know, subject matter that you wanted to go ahead and, and put out there? Because, you know, there's a lot that's going on in this world. As of right now, I think we pretty much covered everything, you know. I need to go ahead and include that. There we go. We need to do an Instagram page. We're going to start an Instagram page. Yes, Hello? we are. Yes, I'm here. Yes, we are. Okay, I'm gonna say she got real quiet when I said it. Like she didn't want to do it. Like this girl wants to what we gonna do it. But yeah, I, I, I guess you know it's not gonna be one of those sappy couple um, Instagram pages. It's gonna actually be you know couple. Uh, I don't know what you thought this was. I like the turkey sausage. I don't like that manufactured stuff. You know what, Leah? Ain't nobody thinking about you in that way right now. <laughs> anyway, I'm saying that normally when two people have a Instagram page together, it's like, eh, eh. But you're right. You're like the little sister I never wanted. So... <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we'll definitely have that. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a sister. I have a plethora of brothers, but I don't have a sister. But I'm gladly, gladly to accept you into my fold. Oh, that is so funny. We want some cheesecake factory, and you can have it on me. Oh, that's right. You did say cheesecake But Look, let me act right. Let me look. Forget, forget, forget what I just said. I didn't mean it. You know, all that good stuff. I'm such a fan. You can get you the appetizer. I'm going to hook you on. I'm going to get you the appetizer, get you the main toy. Mm -hmm. And look, 
with the drink that you get out, you can let you get a refill. So if it's a daiquiri, we're gonna get a refill too. I'm buying you too. Well, come on, refill. Yes. Get it, honey. I'm, mm, I'm excited. Look, February need to hurry up and come all through. Right. Or you go home. Um, you know, I gotta. Uh, okay, are W twos ready yet? Uh, technically, uh, W twos are supposed to be done and shipped out to be received by the thirty first. So basically, the end of the month. Right. So. I believe for the companies, I think they have to be post-dated by the 31st. So that's uh, two weeks from yesterday. So it's 13 days. So I got, I got quite a few of them. So this is going to be interesting. You got quite a few of those. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got, a, I, got a, I got a couple of them coming to me. Hopefully they won't, I won't have to owe. Because uh, me. the one thing I know about me and Uncle Sam I don't play with Uncle Sam. I get real nervous. <laughs> I get real nervous. So that's what I don't play with. Uncle Sam can have it. You know, if it's that serious, he can have it. It's great. You know. Exactly. Uh-uh. I'm good. Like, mm-mm. I don't know um, say what now? Oh, I was just looking at something randomly on Instagram. I said, I didn't know that um, Derry J still did hair. Who? Derry J. Well, I know he still did hair. Like The surprise will be Ms. Lawrence is still doing hair. Yep. You know, Ms. Lawrence is on the show All Star, so that would be a surprise if she's still working, doing hair. No, you know, she stopped doing hair. She focused in, and she announced that like some months ago, so she's going to stop doing hair. And she's just gonna focus on the music and the act and everything else. Which you know what? I'm not even mad at Miss J. Um, uh, I mean uh Miss Lawrence. Shout out Miss Lawrence on that because she's following um, you know, she's following his her dream. Um, furthermore, you know, doing hair, that's not that's something that you can always fall back on. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So push come to shove, okay. Well, if I if this doesn't work. I can always go do somebody here because somebody always gonna need to get their hair did. Yeah, let me go do this phone in real quick. You know what I'm saying get this quick little four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, thousand dollars. Yes, it can get that expensive. You gotta pay as you pay <laughs> based on bundles, 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 and more bundles. Come on now. Some of us don't need the bundles. We just need a good press. I mean, and even. <laughs> You know, Atlanta is such an entertainment city. You know, there is is basically the, the the capital for you know black woman hair, and it's not just also it's not just for the women. You know, there's a this a plethora of bar, uh, barbershops here in the city and beyond. So, because you know, you got like, hey, you got to keep your uh, waves crispy. You got to keep your uh, you got to keep your fro right. You got hell. You got to keep your dreads right. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and then on the next level, like guys, this is for the guys out here. The, the guys, as well as the masculine identifying, you know, please, please, I I, I beg of thee, 
if you're getting your hair done on a regular basis, you can also get your nails and your toes done on a regular basis. I'm just saying. Because don't no woman want their sheets messed up because of your claws have clawed up their good sheets. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing emasculating about getting your toes and your feet done. That is a public service announcement. Govern yourselves accordingly. <laughs> You can't, you can't finger bitches with dirty fingers. You see what I'm saying? Remember that. Come on. You can't be having little nubs. That's just not cute. That's not sexy. <laughs> like, for real. Like, you know, it, it ain't nothing wrong with having a, a nice button-down shirt. You know what I'm saying? There, there is nothing wrong with that. It doesn't always have to be the t-shirt and the, and, and, um, and the Jordans. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with being dapper. There is nothing masculine about being dapper. If anything, that pushes your masculinity to a ne- next level. I say, I say Jordans ain't even sexy. I don't even know. I mean, you spend $400 on the shoes. Congratulations. What else can you do? See? That $275 you could have saved. Uh, you could have bought it. You could have flipped it. You could have flipped it in some kind of way. But I mean, I'm not going to down you for, you know, buying a bear of Jordans. I mean, it's okay to, you know, buy nice things. It's all about balance, though. And unfortunately, there's a lot of folks that are walking around that's not balanced. You know, uh, I was uh, watching this um, uh, this event. I can't remember which. It was um, a CEO of one of these black banks, and she was stating that you know African American buying power in the last year is one point two trillion dollars. So we have the. Uh, buying power greater than the G- GDP for most countries. Like, if we just went by African-American buying power, we would have the buying power of a, a small European country. You know what I'm saying? GDP. Absolutely. But our dollar in our community only goes around within less than a week. Less than a day, in some cases, that dollar is already out of our community. A day. Now, when you look at other communities, it's a week. Even with the Jewish community, it's well over a month. Imagine what we can do if that dollar was ricocheted within our community, helping to build up uh, more local Black-owned businesses. That was put into our schools, our public schools. Because quiet as it's kept, yes, um, black schools are disproportionately um, underfunded compared to their white counterparts. But the catch is all public schools are underfunded. All schools are underfunded. All public schools are underfunded. What happens is, is to particularly in the uh, white community, 
their kids are going to that school. They have extra discretionary income, so they pour into that school to make that school better. I can remember growing up, I, you know, shout out, shout out to Riverwood High School, shout out to the Raiders. Ha! The Riverwood Raiders in the house, in the building. Um, I can remember even, because um, I went to I went to High Point Elementary, I went to uh, Ridgeview Middle, and I went to Riverwood High School. I can remember growing up where um, this local person put in carpet for the, um, the, the media center or bought this equipment for the... Um, for the, you know, for the, the um, what's it called? The, the local computer labs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now, don't get it, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of um, philanthropists that are doing that now within, uh, within Atlanta Public Schools, for example. Um, I know there's a, quite a few football players there. They're putting in money uh, within the local, I think, the computer labs and also um, buying these kids iPads for them to learn on the elementary school levels. I can't remember what school, but I know that's out there. But not just from the, the, you know, the football players. It also should be from the parents. Like, I mean, I hate to say it, but if they pour in a piece of what they pour into the band programs, because, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, you know, and don't get me wrong, I love the, going to the, the those high school games and seeing the shows and, you know, how, you know, how wonderful the costumes are and, you know, how how well the instruments are and, you know, how well the band's playing overall. But I wonder if we put even a quarter of that within, you know, academics, how much farther these kids would go. That is very much true. That's a very, very true statement because, you know, and, and, and bad as it does sound, we, yeah, band program going to stay lit. Band program always going to have outfits. Same as the football program. Football program's going to stay traveling, but, you know, you, you that's one thing that drives me crazy, especially when you visit. I'll give an example of HBCU, and you see how much these kids are paying tuition. Have you been to Clark and Selman and all that over there? And where it's located? in the year, right? And you living in the project? What? I remember one year I had a friend that went to Selma, and it was during the winter. I think right when that snowstorm hit, probably like 2011, 2011, 2012, come around that time. And the heat went out in their dorm, and they were walking around there in blankets. I was like, what you paying for? You know what? I think this we're going to have to save this for next time because I also want somebody on the other end um, that went to HBC. Um, I know too. Uh, yeah, I, I know the perfect person too. We're going to definitely have to talk to him because, you know, both of us went to public uh, colleges and which there's nothing wrong with that. If, and if you, if you decide to go to um, an HBCU, that's great. But I feel like, that, you know, that there's certain you know, takeaways, and, you know, there's also certain, you know, good things for that, but I would have to be a dissident of it, so it, it would be interesting to have somebody else's opinion on that, so I think we definitely have to wait wait on that conversation, put a pin, linchpin on that, and, and, you know, put we're going to hold that to next week. Because, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I, you know what, that, that was my main decision of what kind of school I went to, 
with where it was located, just how it was set up and everything else under the sun. And that's why I ended up at the University of the West of Georgia. As, as did as did I. As did I. <laughs> um, we're both alumni. Um, but I would rather have somebody else on here that, that is also an alumni of HBCU so we could, you know, have a yeah, have a have a good old talk. Good old talk. A good old comparing contrast. Yes, absolutely. Because there's pros and cons to there's pros and cons to anything. And I'm, there's pros and cons to that as well. So I'm gonna try not to I'm gonna hold withhold my, you know, comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, we'll something we can definitely discuss next week. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna um you know definitely uh reach out and you know get some availability and um and I feel like some greatness is gonna happen. You know, that's so but um but moving moving right along because I feel like that was a like that was a hot topic to, to go on next one. Yeah. Well kids, it's been great. Yeah, absolutely. We we actually had a very I had a very fun time today. Got a lot of things off my chest. Y'all are the best piece of therapy I will ever have in my life. Uh, oh. uh, let me go ahead and put this out here. Uh, this is not a substitute for uh, mental health. <laughs> oh, I, I ain't saying all that. I mean. Just go ahead and put that disclaimer out now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go out with you. Go ahead with your shout outs. Go ahead. <laughs> look here. Look here. Like, I went sad all that. But you know, like I said, it, it, we had I had a great fun today and I really do enjoy this. And I can't wait to talk to you all next week as well. Absolutely. Same here. So from all of us at the Pretty Petty Con- uh, Podcast, until next time, I am Mo Smith. I am Miss Leah. And we out. Yeah.